trusted and proven, pushing the limits on every shot. We never fear failure. Join us as we set ourselves against the odds, bringing you cutting edge voices in every industry. This is the Ironclad Podcast. Jack Carr, we're so excited to have you today. Um, friend of Ironclad, we've worked on, I, I think, three or four projects together now. Um, former Navy SEAL, incredible writer, uh, just incredible partner for, for Ironclad, and we've been able to make some really awesome content together. But beyond that, working with you has, uh, you know, we, we, we say iron sharpens iron, and um, working with you has been a sharpening for us, and it's been an inspiration, and we're just excited to chat with you today. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for having me on. I'm fired up. That's why I love podcasts, because you get to just sit down with friends. You have an excuse to sit down with friends and just have a conversation, and uh, and everybody else can kind of join in, but it's a great time just to just to catch up. So I find myself doing that quite a bit lately, because a lot of my friends have these podcasts, so yeah. it's, uh, it's a lot of fun for me. Yeah, we were just talking about that routine that you have. I mean, you, you have a pretty intense regiment, especially after a launch, right? I mean, you, you got to stay sharp. How, what, what are some of the like challenges that you see when you start launching and you've got to run and gun and then stay sharp. What, what are some of those challenges that you're seeing on a daily? Yeah. So it's morphed. So for the first book, terminal list and that came out March, 2018. Um, so at that point I'm still writing the second one, still writing true believer. Um, so that's two, but no one knows about the second one. No one knows me. I have no platform. I didn't come from politics or sports or, you know, something that gave me, uh, some sort of a, a platform out there or name recognition. It was just, starting from zero. So the book tour was, uh, I think, five days or so, six days maybe. Um, and uh, it was pretty good for a brand new author that no one knew and a lot of independent bookstores. So independent bookstores have a fan base already. People want to support that independent bookstore kind of regardless of who's coming, which is great. So you show up there and you know you talk to people and I get to thank everyone and, and I love that. Uh, and then that book tour is over. And for me, it kind of continued because of podcast because of my past and different brands, companies that I had personal relationships with that I worked into the novel because it was just natural for me to have the protagonist of the books use the tools that I used in real life as a SEAL and continue to use today, taking my family into the backcountry or whatever else we're doing. So just that uh, that promotion side just continued naturally. Uh, and then more people would hear and someone would say, oh, what's, uh, what's he doing? Oh, I didn't know that. He has a book. Oh, cool. Well, let's have him on our podcast or let's, uh, let's do something together. Hey, we have this show coming up. Do you mind uh, signing some books in the booth or whatever? So it just kind of continued throughout the year, which was uh, different than most authors out there. Um, and then start editing that second book, writing that third. So exponentially, more just gets added to your plate. So first one, not that bad as far as scheduling and everything. I stayed with my workout routine, could still get up and knock it out even on the road. Uh, but as the year wore on, and one project led into that, into the edits of the second and into the writing of the third. And now, now you're essentially promoting three at this point. So as people have now heard about Savage Sun, the third one that comes out in April. So even though you're talking about True Believer and, and the first novel, you're still, you're kind of teasing Savage Sun. So it just kind of rolls and rolls and more gets added to your plate. And then sooner it'll be starting to write the fourth one. It's all outlined right now. I outlined it on a recent trip that I took to Russia. Uh, to do research to, for the third one. So it just gets just more and more piles up. So I guess the challenge uh, to answer that question is that just more gets added to your plate. So you have more balls in the air as far as juggling and you need to figure out how to, yeah, one, be disciplined, but also be agile enough to take advantage of emerging opportunities right. out there. So don't get so disciplined that, uh, that you say no to something that's a great opportunity because it doesn't fit 
in your schedule. So uh, I'd say those are probably the uh, toughest uh, parts of it. Are you constantly assessing that balance between discipline and that flexibility? Uh, and, and what does that look, how does that play into a, does it, is it a routine that you do or, or how are you fa- finding that balance? Right. So I'm figuring it out kind of as I go. And at this stage, this is a startup, essentially. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I thought it was just writing. I thought you'd kind of go to the mountains and you'd write in the, you live in your cabin and you write and then you send it off to New York and then you start the second one. Uh, or then you start the third one, then you start the fourth. I didn't realize that you have to do all the things that you would do if you were starting any small business. You have to do all that, that business plan, the, the branding, the co-branding, the marketing, the advertising, the social media, like all of that stuff plays in. And uh, I didn't think about that until the book launch. So I'm very new to all of this. And, and point being, at this stage of what is essentially a startup, uh, you have to be, I think, uh, agile and flexible enough to take advantage of these emerging opportunities. Um, so at this stage, I'm still in that phase where I am very, very agile, um, which means that the discipline part of it and the scheduling part of it um, is kind of over here. The pendulum's over here as far as being being agile. Right. Discipline side as far as being uh, adhering to a schedule is, is over here because I feel like I have to be flexible at this stage as I build the foundation, build that base of readers, get the word out there, that sort of thing. So I say yes to a lot of, uh, of opportunities. Now as you get more established and you have that base of readers that are gonna continue coming back to find out what your character is doing next, uh, I think you can be more disciplined. Like John Grisham, Stephen King, Brad Thor, these guys that are completely established have this base of readers, have had those readers for uh, 10, 20, 30 years. Right. Uh, they don't really need to say yes to everything and they can be disciplined and get up in the morning, go through their routine, write for two, three, four hours, whatever that is, then return a couple of emails maybe, or we'll have their assistant do it or whatever. But uh, I'm not quite at that stage yet. Uh, and uh, I don't know how you assess. It's probably different for everyone. Uh, when you get to that stage, when you can say, okay, I feel good right now and I'm going to be a lot more healthy <laughs> by getting up, working out, eating, getting the kids to school, writing for three hours, uh, checking in with my assistant or whatever it is. Uh, but I'm not there yet. Uh, I'm, in the, I'm in the build phase. Yeah, well, best. I'll tell you, man, I mean, just from the outside looking in, you know, I, I get to look in sometimes when we work together, but what you've been able to do, the brand that you've been able to build, and just the the ability that you have to engage with people, um, whether it's digitally or whether it's in person, even the first time we met, the engagement that you're able to hone in on, I think we met at SHOT Show, um, it was impressive. I mean, you, you've, you've been able to – when you do engage, you tune, you're able to at least look and feel like you're in it, you know, and, and that's been something that, um, you don't see from a lot of people. Interesting. Yeah. I don't really how to do it any other way, I guess. Um, and I guess that's just, that's just me. And at the same time, I'm doing something that I'm so passionate about. It's not like I said, what, uh, what business can I get into when I leave the military that's going to make some money? Okay. That's this, that's X, uh, it's widget X. Uh, okay, how do we build a business around widgets X? And I think when you do that, you have to love business in general. Right. Um, and for me, I love writing. Uh, and I love uh, this storytelling and creating these characters and building this universe. Um, but uh, I feel so fortunate that it's resonated with people and so fortunate that people are talking about it and engaging with me. And I, I, I sincerely want to thank everyone. And you know, 10, well, not 10, getting a little older, 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, you couldn't do that sort of thing. You know, you could maybe you get a letter or the publisher would send you a letter that ended up in their mailroom or something like that. Uh, today, I can say thank you to people that reach out on email, on Twitter, on Instagram, 
Um, a third on Facebook, that was a little too much. Like I, that there's Instagram and Twitter are the two where I really engage emails, that sort of thing. But, uh, when people can reach out and say, Hey, your book really resonated with me, or I loved it, or Hey, I left a review for you on Amazon. Thank you so much for writing this. Um, then I, I, I try to get back to absolutely everyone because I feel so fortunate to be in this position and that, uh, that they are really allowing me to follow this passion and to, to have this post military life. And uh, I sincerely appreciate it. So I love one of the book signings, love engaging with people, love hearing their stories or how they found out about the book or what else they're reading, uh, that sort of thing. And, and a lot of people tell me that, hey, I haven't read for a long time. So my book signings I've heard from the bookstore owners are, that are a little different. You have some people showing up in line that are you know, pretty yoked up, tatted up, you know, hats on backwards, you know, whatever. And uh, they don't look like the typical reader that shows up for a lot of book signings, uh, which is interesting. So you're getting a lot of jujitsu guys in there, yeah. military, law enforcement, firefighters, EMS, tech people uh, coming in and, uh, and saying hi, uh, giving me a coin, which is such an honor. Like that happens quite a bit. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a full on sprint. And like 40 years ago, it'd be word of mouth around the water cooler. So you're around the water cooler at a break at work you're talking to like five different people saying hey i just found this book and you hit those five people and let's say maybe two of them were like oh that sounds like something i'd like uh i'll get that and maybe one of those two that thinks that actually does it uh, well now social media wise being able to engage with people now people's sphere of influence yeah maybe it's still one follower maybe it's two maybe it's five uh it's also it might be two million uh and everything in between uh and even more in some cases so that's the water cooler today that's that word of mouth that's that modern word of mouth and, uh, and I feel so fortunate to be in this industry at a time when you can take advantage of that virtually, that word of mouth, and, and uh, also be able to thank everybody that's, uh, that's doing that and actually promoting the book and talking about it. Yeah, that's good, man. And I think one of the cool things is, is uh, I know personally that you've had some opportunities through those to just really meet some awesome people, get some great resources. But all of that comes because you have goals in mind, right? And you can dip into that bank of, I know my goals, now I can react. Um, you've, you've also pursued your passions. How does goal setting play such a vital role in that? And, um, you know, what are you doing to continue to set those goals and achieve them? Yeah, so there's a few different ways to, to think about that. Um, you know, you can set a goal, like a goal, and it can be very broad and then you can achieve it and be happy maybe uh and before you can set one way up here and uh maybe never achieve it and keep going after it and still be happy because of the journey or maybe not because you haven't reached your goal so i think all that so the goal setting thing is very strange and i don't think of it in in terms of uh, goal setting and i don't list those things out there where i want to go how i'm going to get there that sort of thing i was more of the uh i'm gonna write a novel it's going to get picked up by Simon & Schuster. It's going to be optioned by an A-list star, and then I'm going to get uh, this contract and keep doing it, and that's going to be my, my post-military life. Okay, and that's about all the thought I gave to those goals. Um, what do you have to do first? Well, I have to write the novel. Very simple. Um, and uh, a lot of people set, maybe set a goal and then dabble, don't go all in, think about the odds, uh, no one's going to like this, or how do I find an agent, or how's this getting a publishing house? And that's all wasted bandwidth where they're not writing, or let's just say whatever they want to do. Right. Uh, they're right. not doing the thing that they want to do because of that worry, or that bandwidth that's uh, that's wasted or focused not where it needs to be. It needs to be focused on the just doing it part, which is why we all remember the Nike slogan from whatever year that came out, you know, 83, 84, whatever that was, but everybody still remembers, you know, three words, just do it. Uh, there's been plenty of slogans since then from Nike, but I don't think any quite as, uh, that resonated quite as much as that one. Yeah. You know, very simple stuff. 
Um, so it's uh, goal setting wise. Now I, I guess I flex in that I have, yeah, I know where I'm going generally. Uh, I want to write these novels for as long as people want to keep reading and as long as Simon and Schuster, uh, you know, wants to, wants to keep in this partnership. And right now it's, everything's looking great and I feel so fortunate. Uh, I wasn't like talking about it because it's, you know, I don't want to jinx it. Um, so that's, that's the path that I'm on. And I love this journey and I'll never get to that place where like, oh, I've reached it. Like I've essentially done that part and now I just want to continue and keep writing these novels and they write a few different things, help others along the way, hopefully provide a little inspiration for people that want to do it, whether it's writing or whatever it is. Um, uh, give back to, to families that, I know, you know, we have a special needs middle child that are dealing with that. Um, we talk about that every, you know, when it's appropriate uh, so people can see that, okay, look, at they, they, this is how they've dealt with that situation. You know, maybe I can do it too. And it doesn't have to be special needs child. It can be any adversity that you have to deal with because we're all going to deal with adversity in life. It's not just going to sail through. If you haven't faced it yet, you will. And, uh, you know, what makes you who you are is how you deal with that adversity. And that gets woven into these storylines as well. So as far as the goal setting part, so I look at what's going on out there. I look at what I did uh, last year, last week. Uh, I think, hey, how can I do it better going forward? It's like that military after action report. Come back from a mission, you do a hot wash, you gather all that data, then you put it into something more formal called an after action report, send that out. So hopefully it can get disseminated to people that are gonna come behind you, guys that are training, getting ready to come downrange to do the job so that you can pass on those lessons learned so they don't have to learn them in blood. So I always look at, hey, how could I have done this better? How can I do the next launch better? What worked this time? What didn't work as well? How do we morph it um, to be more effective and efficient with our use of time and resources? So I'm constantly thinking about those, but I don't think of them as goal setting. I think about how am I going to always do it better? So I'm never going to actually achieve a goal. Always, how do I get to do it better? How is, how's the next book going to be better? Uh, how's, next, how's engagement going to be better? How's the next book tour going to be better? How's the next launch going to be better? Um, and just how we're always going to incrementally uh, make it better because of those past lessons. So I really don't think of it in terms of goal. Also, I think about it in terms of evaluation of what I've done in the past and how I can do it better in the future. Are you evaluating daily, weekly, or does it just depend? Constantly. Yeah. Yep, constantly. Uh, and some of them I'm capturing. Uh, I'm trying to do better this year. So as I went and did this last launch, uh, book came out on the, the 30th of July, and it was a sprint of almost two weeks, which was crazy. A new city every day. Like That was exhausting. And when they asked me, hey, can you do this two-week tour? I was like, of course I can do that. I was Navy SEAL. Of course I can do it. Yeah, about day five, I was like, whoa, okay, I'm not 26 anymore. Like, I, I need to take a breath. This is crazy. Um but, uh, but yeah, it was, so as I went through that, I wasn't taking kind of notes as I went because it was so busy. But as soon as I got back, I sat down and put the plan together for the full next year, taking right. all those lessons from that week because I learned so much in that week. And then everything we did in the lead up to that, uh, timing wise, with release of the video, trailer, um, uh, all the things that went along, the, the, the galley copies going out versus the hardbacks going out, like all these things. And so I put that into a whole business plan for the next year that will morph I won't be, uh, you know, things offer other opportunities will come up and I'll shift that schedule, but I have the full year essentially mapped out, but I'm not rigidly adhering to it and that it will morph as I go and things will pop up and you know, maybe a newsletter won't go out on time and, you know, that's fine. It's not the end of the world. Um, so I'm not uh, just so rigid in that I have to get that done to the expense of, of all else because other opportunities will emerge that will make more sense to allocate resources and time and energy and effort towards those new opportunities that pop up. So, but I generally have it mapped out for the whole next year now. Yeah, that's great. And I think that some of the magic in that is when you pursue, when you start that pursuit, the beauty of it is, is it evolves and it evolves. And a lot of people miss out on that. Um, 
because they don't they don't they don't go yep got to evolve and uh kind of bring it back to the battlefield like enemies always adapting to us we're always adapting to the enemy it's a game of constant adaptation out there they typically do it very quickly because they don't have a huge bureaucracy to deal with um and in this space it's just me so i don't really don't have a huge bureaucracy anymore uh either and what i'm doing is aggressively solving problems now a lot of that's on the written page as i'm in the storyline aggressively solving those type of problems and then the other ones uh, on the outside on the business side of the house it's looking for those looking for those opportunities recognizing those opportunities those uh opportunity for, for partnerships or uh, you know whatever it is um and not having a lens distorted by what i did in the past meaning uh in the past my uh, as a seal uh, I didn't do any marketing. I didn't do any advertising. I didn't do any branding. I didn't do any co-branding. I didn't do any business plans. I didn't do any budgets. I didn't, none of that stuff. I mean, people in the military say they do budgets. No, government budget is different. It's you waste all your money and then you ask for more. <laughs> yeah. That's the budget. That's government budgeting. Uh, and yeah, I always see these evaluations of people and they say like these officers that say, and manage the budget of blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. And then you see what a real business person does on the outside and how they, how they budget. Allocate and the resources. pain they feel when they go over. Different. Oh yeah. When the, yeah, exactly. Totally different. You just can't ask for more. Who yeah. can ask for more? Uh, so it's yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Every time I see one of those, I'm like, oh, excuse. anyway. They'll see. They'll see. <laughs> exactly. A little disingenuous, I think. Uh, <laughs> which is why in the books, it's so easy to make uh, officers and uh, and politicians and government people in general uh, either incompetent or bad guys. Yeah. So I uh, I love dealing with that. I can reach into those you know those uh, those passions. Um, but uh, uh, business plan wise, uh, it's yeah, it's uh, it's important to be able to to adapt and solve those problems and recognize those opportunities. And uh, I came to this with a clear slate, so I didn't have like, oh, this is what I did in my last job. In my last job, this is what you always do in marketing here. Or they, this is what's done. I didn't have any of that. I didn't know any of it. Didn't know I would have to do any of it. So I just looked at it uh, really as problems to solve and, and opportunities um, and just looked at it with that clear lens and then kind of looked at the space and uh, you know I, I looked at Black Raffle Coffee pretty hard because when I know those guys and they were veterans and saw how they really mapped out the social media landscape mapped out new media and partnered a, with other veteran owned businesses out there that were also getting out starting uh, leaving the military and how all of those connections and all of those relationships really helped everyone raised all boats and uh, so I looked at how they did that, really taking advantage of the, the new social media landscape, the new media. And uh, I looked at what people were doing in publishing and saw that really no one was doing that sort of thing. Um, and I thought, well, I'll just apply some of these lessons, some of the things that I learned out there, take things that I like, discard the things I didn't like, um, and, uh, and, and use that as I go forward to build this foundation of readers and see how that'll work. And it's, uh, it's worked out uh, fairly well. That's great, man. And you, you really are a pioneer in that um especially in this world, uh, you know, it's, it's not often that people take the road less traveled in different industries. Like you see it in some industries, but what you've been able to do in combining those things and recognizing those things that wasn't a normal practice in your industry um, has been awesome. And I think it's really going to change the game for a lot of people. Uh, you know, w w one thing I know about you, and, and especially because of that Equal Beyond series, we, we got to, to learn a lot of cool stuff, but... Um, you know, growing up, you were able to study history and warfare. And as you as you uh, went up the ranks, you continued to do that through reading and through um, experience to protect your guys. There's not a whole lot to study in this world for, for where you're at right now and doing right. Or, or are you seeking who do you seek for advice? Where do you where do you look to to continue your growth as you continue to uh, grow in your journey? Yeah, it's really 
you know, wherever I can get it, I wouldn't say that I have like, hey, if I have a problem, this is one person I call, or if uh, if I want to test out an idea, this is one person I call. I'm really trying to innovate as I as I go along and uh, just be me. Um, not trying to copy anyone. Um, you know, obviously I see what's going out out there, but not just in publishing. Like I look at other things as well, and I have so all friends in all uh, in industries, really, uh, and businesses across the industry is the best way to put it. And uh, you know, look at what they're doing and see, oh, can I apply any of that to, to what I'm doing? Can I take any of those lessons learned, both good and bad, and uh, and take those on board, just like we all do as we go through life. You know, we take that experience, we take that knowledge. Hopefully, it uh, both those things translate into a little wisdom, so then we can apply it going forward uh, and make the best decisions possible for for ourselves and our families and our businesses. Um, but yeah, there's not somebody that I just reach out to or uh, or call for for mentorship advice. I'm very lucky to have a lot of. Uh, people I consider mentors um, as I move along, but uh, but really it's just about uh, adapting and um, being being me. And it's great that um, you know, with the social media stuff, it's just it's it would be very difficult not to be yourself and try to, especially on social media, engaging the way that you can these days on social media through podcasts and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all the rest of it um, to not be you. Like that would be extremely difficult, and it would be I think personally it would be exhausting to attempt to be something that you were not and that. You know the whole world, world, uh, your world, your sphere, your uh, um, your foundation, um, their customers are uh, uh, are looking to you, and that, it's just so easy to tell when someone is faking it today. Yeah. Uh, so it really helps people like me uh, in that I don't know how to be anything else <laughs> but, right. but myself. I don't have time. Uh, you know, and I, I don't even know how to do it anyway. Um, so for me, it's uh, I really enjoy being able to to build this thing and uh, and do what I love most, which is uh, is writing. And uh, this next mission in life is really taking care of my family, and this allows me to do that. That's great, man. Um, I know that you're always pushing yourself to seek new experiences. You're 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 uh, avid outdoorsman. You you travel. You do so much, and it plays into the synergy of what you do. You know, and I think that's a testament to you pursuing your passions. Um, but that authenticity and seeking those things, you know, because when people look at someone that that is pursuing their passion it's work to pursue your passion you have to conscious make conscious efforts to do those things um but they ultimately make you better so um what lessons do you draw from the things that you enjoy like the outdoorsman taking your kids out it's adversity that you get from that the manufacturer adversity from climbing up this mountain or any of these things how do those apply to your success moving forward yeah i think a lot of it is just you know being me being transparent in that when I go and do these things, um, you know, I capture some snapshots and then I talk about something that was that was meaningful or something that I learned or something that I can apply. And I put that, throw that up on Twitter, I throw that up on Instagram, I put it into a newsletter, uh, or I get an idea just from being out there in the wilderness. And like, oh, you know, it'd be really cool as if I did this, and uh, that'd be great. And I, but uh, it's really that transparency piece. And I saw a few companies that came up over the last you know, 10, 15 years that were transparent from the beginning, uh, from inception all the way through, and really took customers or potential customers um, on the journey with them of building the business, how they were doing it, who they were reaching out to for like resource wise and lessons they learned along the way and like sharing the successes and the failures. And I was like, oh, interesting, maybe I can do that in the publishing world. I can kind of share this journey with people. So it's not just a book. It's not just a product. I'm not just holding up a product and uh, saying, buy this book. You know, that's, uh, you know, the writing part is what I'm passionate about. And yeah, the, the, what comes from that is 
is the novel. Like that's that's what what comes out of that of that writing, and then I move on to the to the next one. But really, it's about that journey. It's about sharing that journey with readers and bringing them along with me, so they can see uh, one, just if it's interesting. Um, two, hey, how is this? How does what he's doing apply to these novels? Uh, three, oh, I would like to do this one day. Maybe I can get some lessons uh, by uh, by following along in this journey because this guy's being so honest with what's uh, with what's going on as he goes as he follows this path that he's so passionate about. Uh, or it doesn't even have to be writing. It could be someone saying, it could be anything in life, and someone can be following along and, and watching this journey and looking at it for that adversity. Oh, look, how did he become a SEAL? What, was the, what were the odds of that? Oh, my gosh, how many people quit buds? Really? And then how long did he stay in? And then, oh, wait a second, he's a special needs kid, too. He's still, he's still married. How the heck did they do that? How, how did she put up with that for all these deployments? Uh, and then he transitioned and did something uh, else, didn't go and contract and knew what he wanted to do from an early age, whatever it is, right. you know, just right. sharing that story and maybe it'll resonate with some people and, and help them no matter, uh, no matter what they're doing. So, uh, so I feel, yeah, it's, uh, it's, and it's also fun to be able to do, to share that journey with people. And now there's an outlet for that and there wasn't 40 years ago and, and now, uh, now you can share that with people. Yeah, it's great, man. And, and you really are, it's so much more than one book or it's so much more than a book series, you know, what you've been able to do and what you've been able to put out to people and including everyone here at Ironclad. We're always keeping up. We're always in it because we enjoy it. You know, we enjoy it. You're authentic and um, it's an aspirational, it's an aspirational life that you're, you're living. Um, And I think that that is one of the most valuable assets to be in this world today. Someone who inspires people to push and to do and to pursue. I think that, uh, you know, an epidemic is, you know, vicarious living or, 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 um, I, if only if I wish, and, uh, you're living Testament that pursue and get, you know, and it's been, it's been cool to see. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's really all about, yeah, the book is a product, whatever, but, uh, it's really about freedom. You know, it doesn't have to be writing. 